Out of the ashes you will rise. If you feel sad, lost, depressed, finances are in the gutter, social life, you're lonely. Out of the ashes you will rise. Here in my garage, invest in yourself. Always be curious. Don't be a cynic. Sleeping on a couch in a mobile home with only $47 in my bank account. When everything's burnt to the ground, when you're sad, lost, and depressed, and everything's at rock bottom, you get to rebuild the exact and precise way you want the damn thing rebuilt. Health, wealth, love, happiness, each of these four goals. In case you missed the last episode, make sure you go back and check it out. Here's what went down. If the world had more people standing up, and that's called righteous indignation, even people that are supposed to be peacemakers, like Martin Luther King Jr., Jesus Christ, Gandhi, they stood up sometimes even to violence and, and put themselves on the line. Coming up today, you walk in the room with a certain amount of knowledge. If you talk the whole time, you walk out with the same amount of knowledge. But if you walk in the room and listen to smart people, you walk out with an increase. And that's what life's all about. I'm going to give some mentor tips today. Share some stuff. I got my bait jacket. It's cold here, man. It's winter in Norway. Sun comes up for about six hours, so it's 9.30 in the morning. But let's talk about some mentor tips. I'm going to share some stuff with you that my mentors taught me about health, wealth, love, and happiness. Things I've learned along the way, too. Uh, books, my own experience as an entrepreneur from being around a lot of smart people. So I'm going to do them in no certain order, but we're going to touch on all those areas. I like to think about life in those four pillars, health, wealth, love, and happiness. So... First one, uh, let's talk about a tip, mentor tip about social life. You know, social life, money's important, but if you have all the money in the world and you're lonely, you got nothing. Howard Hughes, the billionaire, amazing guy, but man, I wouldn't want to be him at the end. He was so isolated. Johnny Carson, the great talk show guy, you know, he had uh, <clears throat> all the money in the world, all the fame, but at the end, he died alone. His own family didn't even show up at his funeral. That, that's a tragedy, right? So what do you need to know about friendship? It takes about 10 years to build a true friendship. 10 years. They call that companionative love, and it's built only over time. So one of the things you have to do is go back to your school friends, high school, junior high, and um, make friends with them again you've lost touch because or else you got to start over brand new from scratch with people take another 10 years to build that level of companionative trust and stuff so what I like to do is really think back who did I get along with back in junior high and high school make friends with them call them up Facebook you know make time to meet them go on some trips together really makes social life more enjoyable let's talk about business for a second some of you entrepreneurs when you're trying to market your product, whatever it is, I'm sure you've had an idea in your life that you're like, man, this idea can make me rich. We're going to have to market it. Here's the thing about marketing. <clears throat> Most people's marketing sucks, and they won't honestly look at it and be their own worst critic. So you be your own worst critic. Ask yourself, would I click on that? Would I watch that TV commercial? Would I buy that product if I didn't know myself? Obviously, you'd buy it when you're the owner of the company, but... 
that's not going to get you a lot of sales. That's going to get you a total of one sale. So you're going to be your own worst critic. And what will happen is you'll refine your marketing to such a point where it'll be gold. Well, people will click and buy and it'll go viral in droves. So next tip, let's talk about mentors. One of the things I see people make a mistake is get around mentors and talk too much. I like to follow what I call the one three to one ratio. When I'm around mentors, I want to talk three times less than I listen. I was once at a dinner with five mentors when I was about 20 years old. Five multimillionaires. You know, I was a teenager just starting out and I talked the whole time. And one of my mentors, Alan Nation, at the end came up to me and said, Ty, sometimes you have nothing to say. What he's trying to say is not literally I had nothing to say, but he was saying, listen, man, listen. You walk in the room with a certain amount of knowledge. If you talk the whole time, you walk out with the same amount of knowledge. But if you walk in the room and listen to smart people, you walk out with an increase, and that's what life's all about. Next mentor tip. Everyone asks me, Ty, what's the best investing to do? Right? What's the best investment you can make? Well, most people are bad investors because they listen to the media. Whatever the headlines in newspapers, TV shows says is the next hot thing, they're investing in it. But remember, by the time everybody's investing in it, you're probably too late. So by the time the mass media is grabbing hold of something and saying, oh, apps or, you know, this kind of app is the next big thing or <clears throat> this kind of tech is the next big thing, all the money's been made by the early investors. So don't get all your news and investment ideas and your real estate tips and all this from mass media, okay? It's okay to look at mass media, but you got to factor in a lot of that stuff's too late. Oof, my feet getting cold. Okay, next being cool under pressure you know life's about reacting to stress and Will Durant the Pulitzer Prize winning author wrote in one of his books I think it's the story of civilization one of those he says you know the second law of nature is that life is struggle so you and I are always gonna have stresses people struggling uh, people stressing us out circumstances stressing us out finances stress us out so you should be so cool under pressure that your friends wonder if you're even noticing the stress around you. Now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't ignore stress. Sometimes stress is a signal, something's wrong, you need to deal with it. But you should be cool and calm during that pressure. Call that the peace that passes understanding. That's an old Bible verse that I've kind of applied to my life. Okay, next mentor tip. When you're building your business, who should you hire first? I think the first person to hire is a personal assistant. Why? Because it magnifies you. You're, you're always going to be the biggest ally you have in your business. You love yourself more than any other person ever will. Even your mother and father only have 50% of your DNA. So hire a personal assistant first. Um, and then second person is either a bookkeeper slash accounting type person or a salesperson. And here's why. It's easy to get your finances, uh, your bookkeeping all messed up from the beginning. And then you, your business grows and it's hard to go back retroactively and fix things. Your taxes get messed up. If you ever want to sell the business, the books aren't clean so you can't sell it for as much. Or you can't even find a buyer because they don't trust your books. Um, so be very careful with that. Uh, why a salesperson? Well, at the end of the day, you need customers. And so many people build businesses and they hire all these people around them, but they forget to hire 
people will help you get more customers. And you could hire salespeople on commission. So if they don't work out when you're just starting out and don't have a lot of cash, you don't have to pay them. You know, you say to them, look, on day one, you make me money, I split it with you. Commissions. You don't make me money, I can't afford you. And so it's a very honest relationship, and it's easy to do at the beginning. All right, next mentor tip. Sleep. Just read a fascinating book if you were watching my Snapchat. But what the author says is people think too much about do you need eight hours sleep, nine hours sleep. He said think about sleep in one and a half hour cycles. Your body sleeps in 90 minute basic. You go through the, the rhythms. You know, you go through the phases of sleep in about 90 minutes on average. So he said you need about 35 90 minute sleep cycles per week. Okay, 90 minute sleep cycle, you need about 35 of them. And that, if you do the math, that equates to about seven and a half hours a day. But it doesn't have to be all at once. Like, if you have some insomnia one night, you only sleep two sleep cycles or three sleep cycles or four sleep cycles. Remember, four sleep cycles would be six hours, right? You can make it up on another day. So the goal is 35. I've started to keep track of how many sleep cycles I sleep each night and make sure at the end of the week I add it up that it's 35. All right, next mentor tip here, what we got. Never sleep with your phone next to your bed. Going back to sleep. Same thing. I found that in this book. It says the same thing. Don't do it. Even if it's on vibrate. Even, even if it's completely on silent, vibrates off. Because what happens is your body knows there's something there that could potentially distract you. That you could go look at. And so you don't go into that deep sleep. So be careful on that. I like to put my phone in the bathroom. And this book I was just reading says the same thing. Okay. Let's talk about reading. Next mentor tip. Let's talk about reading people. Okay, when you meet people and you're trying to read them, are they good people? Can you do business with them? Can you be friends with them? Can you date them? All those things. Be very careful of listening to words. I find most people are very word-oriented. I have no idea why. Most people re misdirect you either consciously or subconsciously with words. So look at their actions. Somebody tells you they're very trustworthy. And the first thing they do when you're out with them is they say, hey, I left the house, I'll be over there at 15 minutes to meet you. And in actuality, they come an hour later. You know, don't let them say to you that they're, well, it doesn't mean they're lying because sometimes we're all late. But what it means is you've now learned through actions that they're a little slippery in what they say. It doesn't mean they're bad people. It might just be something you have to factor in the future. But don't be misled by the words. Don't let people just be able to. It, I, I was reading a sad story today about this uh, this girl who's the victim of a domestic violence from this UFC fighter she dated. I forget her name, but the UFC fighter's in jail now awaiting trial. And he, she said after four months in a relationship, she started, he started hitting her a lot. And, and he would always say he didn't mean it, but, you know, he did it again. If somebody says, somebody does something wrong to you and says, I'm sorry, and then doesn't do it again, then you can trust their actions that they felt regret enough to not do it again. But if they keep doing it and they keep saying sorry, you're being misdirected by their words. Don't listen to those words. Check action, boy. Action is damn truth teller. I'll tell you that. So when I meet new people, I'm not even listening to much of what they say. I'm trying to ascertain their actions or movements. To, the way their attitudes, the way they look at people, the way that they show up or don't show up. Next mentor tip, what we got here? Let's talk about some personal finance. You know, 
not everyone knows, but I'm a CFP, Certified Financial Planner, and uh, I've been in finance. One of my first businesses was a financial planning company, helped thousands of people, 6,000 clients uh, across the United States, and managed you know, millions of dollars of money for people. And I sold that business back to my business partner when I moved to California, but I still am a CFP, so I'll give you some personal financial tips. Life insurance. Man, if you got family or plan to have a family, get it er as early as you can while you're healthy. The rule of thumb is take your income, multiply it times 10. So if you're making 75 grand a year, get 750,000 of life insurance minimum. It can be term, it can be universal, but the main thing is get the coverage, at least term, the cheapest. It's not that expensive, especially if you're healthy. Uh, if you're not healthy, it can be a little trickier, but there's usually policies for you. But get that ahead of time, you know? You got to get insurance before you need it. And that's why most people um, don't have enough is because the average person doesn't have the wherewithal, the self-control to do things they know they should do, but aren't that don't give immediate gratification. You got to be better than that. You know? Anyway, so that's my morning mentor tips. Hope one or two of those helped you. Goodbye. If you want the chance to enter into one of my free giveaways, here's all you have to do. Number one, subscribe to my podcast. And then secondly, leave an honest review of my podcast. What do you think of it? All right. I pick random reviewers to win either an iPhone 7, a GoPro Black, a MacBook Air, iPad, Kindle. And then I've been doing these uh, once a month free car giveaways, giving away a Mustang or Camaro to one random social media follower, podcast followers are entered into that too. So you'll get your free chance to enter. Just leave an honest review and make sure you subscribe to my podcast. All right. I hope you win one of the giveaways. Talk to you soon. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or wherever it is you like to listen so that you don't miss out on any new episodes as they come out.